When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you guys know how much I like to judge things. And one thing I definitely like to judge is the flower bouquets people send me. Because you guys know I get flowers all the time, every day, (laughs) by all my admirers. Um, No, I don't. But my sister (laughs) occasionally sends me flowers, which is really nice of her. But sometimes they're, like, cheapy looking. And I'm like, she probably spent, like, 75 bucks. And it looks like it was, like, 12. Yeah. That's Um, what happens with a lot of people. And that's especially what happens to a lot of guys around Valentine's. They end up thinking they're picking out the perfect bouquet that's going to send the message that they really like them or that they're cool, whatever But it, it sends is. a message that they shop at, like, discount stores. Right, exactly. And then the flowers die the next day, and then the woman's like, oh, my God, he hates me. He's buying, like... Or she's like, oh, my God, good. I can throw them out because they're dead so quickly. <laughs> right. uh, so there's this awesome new company called Bloom That that has, like, designer arrangements and really high-end-looking flowers for really nice prices. And uh, here at Ask Women, we are offering a promo. If you go to bloomthat.com slash ask, you can get a perfect handcrafted designer flower bouquet for 15% off. And you get a designer vase, vase. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'm Canadian. We're fancy. I don't know what the way. Yes, exactly. Let's be fancy. Which I don't even know. I say a fancy, but vase. Um, to that you want to keep afterwards. Not like these dollar store vase, vases. This one you actually want to keep afterwards. So it's like a, a gift that will last forever. So go to bloomthat.com slash ask for getting your Valentine something special for Valentine's Day. That's bloomthat.com slash ask. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast. I am Kristen Carney, your host and comedian here, of course, with Marnie Kinris, owner of wingirlmethod.com. You guys know us. You know us well. You've been listening for a long time. We have Patrick Wu with us, who is the owner of wooist.com. Hello, everyone. I'm hey, here. thanks for coming. And then Demona Hoffman as well, who's been on our show before, who's an expert about online dating. And I'm excited to talk to her because, as you guys know, I'm online dating now and I am no expert so no, luckily are no I'm surrounded expert. by the pros. <laughs> you are an expert now. I'm a little bit of an expert, but you know what? I, every time I get a Tinder message, I want to be like, yo, I host a, a radio show on dating and that was terrible. And I know what I'm talking about. You should. That was one of the marketing things. I know that, it's, it's kind of a good idea, but then yeah. they could get very offended and turn off very quickly. Tough shit. You already don't like right, them. Right. There was, so at one point I, I was with this PR company and they're like, well, what if we have like a whole bunch of hot girls go out downtown and guys would approach them. And if they did it really bad, like girls would be like, okay, here, I'm putting this sticker on you saying you're not a good approacher, but go to the wing girl. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it's a cool idea, but I actually did something very similar to that a long time ago. When I first moved here, I was working for this promotion promotional company. And this was before Tinder and apps and everything. And there was this dating program or I don't even know what you'd call them now. Dating something service, dating service, I guess you'd call it. Right. Um, and it was matchmaking cards. So instead of walking up to someone and giving them your phone number or your actual information, you walked up to them and gave them this card, which had like some sort of cheesy kind of pickup line on it and a number 
that would connect to your number. So they didn't actually have your real number. Mm-hmm. I've heard so it kind of would keep a little bit of a barrier, but it was super cheesy. But as a promotional team, what we had to do was go out to bars as a bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. So we were a fake bachelorette party and we'd be like, Hey, she met using these cards. No. She's getting married. But what smart we did, thing. yeah, but all we did when we went in there was <laughs> like smart lies. Yeah. We would just go in though and have a drink and then leave. And like I know leave that's some what you do behind. when you're younger. Yeah. And so like, we're like, this is so dumb. And like people would walk, walk by and like, we clearly aren't a bachelorette party cause we're all wearing like jeans and like, you know, a cute <laughs> top, on but your yeah, we're not, we're, you know, we're not like dressed like, uh, and like cute dresses and you know, right. it was clearly fake. So we would just be like, yeah, here's some cards. We're going to peace out. <laughs> we did was- our job well. I'm very well, I, I committed had to, to my flyers. Work. At one point, I totally even forget what it was for, but like I, I would not really. Yeah, do no one, it. no do one would ever throw them in the freaking garbage. I know. And get paid. I was a horrible worker. This is why I'm, I have to. I work for myself. This is I my drive Uber. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, I, I dug my own grave. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, n- number one thing I'm going to tell Amir, and I, I hate that we have to do this, but um, our guest is locked out downstairs, so we need somebody to open the door <laughs> for her. For our garage that we're in, just to let you know, this is actually a very nice studio that we're in. But they have a shitty system for their door because <laughs> there's no buzzer. You knock and nobody answers. I know. I have no. It idea. was open when I was there. I don't know. Every time I get in, it's like either you let me in or it's like by the grace of God, like the door yeah. opens and someone get your comes shit out. together, people. It's weird that they don't have that. Yeah, it feels I know. like I'm like walking through walls because I was able to get in. Pretty I know. Wow. I feel like you're I'm so impressed. special. So, uh, okay, I'm going to give you a proper introduction. Patrick Wu is a dating philosopher who helps single men create charming moments with women. He wrote the book mm. Art of Wooing and currently hosts a show that I was you're on You're so called. lucky you were born with that last name. I know. You know I what know, my last Don't name me, is? Please. My last name's Carney. I can't be like, oh, I'll teach people how to Carney. <laughs> you could, like, like, I would just teach them how to like work circus rides. Like, that's not fair. If you were you, in the you circus world, name. do you know how lucky you would be to have that name? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. I'm in the wrong industry. Can you do that, it? Can yeah. you drop <laughs> the official <laughs> carny is official here. Carny. Yeah. You could be like, my family started it. <laughs> like, I know. I would be we're like. the owners of the I'd be like the Trump of like, yeah. I'd, I'd have my own. Hello, hello. All right. Just, so just sit down over there. We're already recording, so yes. you're welcome to join us and sit on in. We already introduced you. Thank you. Nice to see you again. You look very lovely. <laughs> yes. Okay, but uh, so, so Patrick, I wanted to talk to you about this one sentence that is in your bio. You help single men create charming moments. Yes. What the hell does that mean, and what is a charming moment, and how do you create it? Yeah, well, do you know how, like, when, when you first meet someone, and then you either have, like, a regular moment with them, and or you have a really brilliant, charming moment mm-hmm. with them. Yes. yes. Kind of like that. So I want to help men create those really, really charming Oh, I understand moments, what the yeah. sentence means about like what you want to do, but how do you do it is the question. Oh, how do I do it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I pretty much want to help men talk directly to women, like where they're not just talking to them on a basic level, but how can I talk to this woman on a man-to-woman level? Mm-hmm. Meaning what? What does that mean? Give me an example. Like how, how would yes. you talk to me on a basic level versus a charming level? Okay, sure. Yeah, absolutely. So if I t- wanted to talk to you on a charming level, I would say something along the lines of, <laughs> um, hi, how come I don't know you? Like if oh, I never cute. met you, like, hey, how, how come I don't know you? And, and it's like, well, I'm creating this dynamic where it's like, hey, I'm meeting you as this person that I, I want to have, I want to have a different relationship with you than just I'm another guy. I'm another person. So okay. I want to create these moments with and help other guys create these moments with women so that. No, but this is interesting. Yeah. Okay. So say that sentence again. How come I don't know you? So let, so Christian, let's say you were at Starbucks and, and, and Patrick and the wooist is behind you and he turns right in and he says, 
how come I don't know you? Like, um, cause I've been, uh, sleeping alone in my bedroom for the past 20 years. And I'm very sad and alone. <laughs> yeah. That's well, like, what know. would your response be to that? <laughs> to be, uh, be honest, that, that catches my attention. It does. It catches my attention too. My fear is you get someone like me who's mm-hmm. going to be like a wise guy, which is a good thing, but also it's going to throw not you off your game, but maybe the guy who's saying it off his game a little bit. Well, better not throw him off his game. He's better have something to back up that line. Right. So what is the backup to it afterwards? Where do you go with why don't I know you? Because we've never met before. That's literally what I would say. Yeah. Well, that's well. Perfect. So then I feel like that would yeah. maybe stop you in your tracks because all of a sudden I'm yeah. killing that like nice no, little but even energy. The way he just responded. Well, perfect. Well, now we are meeting each other. That's yeah, now we're meeting each other. Perfect. So this is a good situation. And, and who are you then? I'm a nobody. You're a nobody. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're a somebody because you're definitely talking. Well, physically I'm existing. I am a someone, but uh, I think in the scheme of things, I'm a nobody. A nobody. Mm-hmm. I want to know more about this nobody. See, at this point, you'd be like, I don't want to be with this chick. She's got issues. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's when you have to own it and be like, yeah. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, well, this is why I didn't know you. Right, maybe so you need to find somebody now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the, but the thing that I like that you're showing is that you're owning whatever it is that you're doing. And I've talked about this on the show before, but a lot of guys get really thrown off when the woman that they've used their opener on is not like, oh my God, you've talked to me and now I want to yeah. open up and share everything with you <laughs> like that it's not like it's magical it's one sentence that you say that gets them to open up the thing is you got her attention so I I, I tell people That's the it's most like part it's like a dog it's like literally you've like blown the whistle and the dog goes and looks over but right. you haven't said like sit or stand or doggy biscuit whatever you say to dogs you have dogs I don't even know but what you haven't <laughs> really, you haven't me. given more to that person and because that woman isn't like suddenly ja- you know chatting your ear off a lot of men can get really deflated by that and just be like, well, now I know, don't know where to go with it. Right. How long would you say to keep going with it when you have somebody responding like that? Because <laughs> you got her attention. She's responding. She's actually open to talking with you because she's looking she at you. She needs a therapist. But how do you get her to like crack that shell? And when do you give up? Yeah, that's a really good question because I think everything changes from moment to moment. But in the beginning when you said like, I'm a, I'm a nobody. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like fun for me. It was like, oh, nobody. Well, what do you mean by nobody? You have to be somebody. Right. I want to know this nobody. And, and if she wants to, and I'll keep trying a few different things and find out like if she wants to play or not. But if she doesn't want to play, then okay, well, I guess she's giving a sign that she's ready to. I think that, that those answers do mean I want to play. I think that's my you're, version of You're just of trying playing. to figure out what you're playing right, right but, now. But I think if I didn't want to play, I'd be like, uh, I don't, I, I don't, don't know, know why you don't know me. You know, it would be, yeah. it wouldn't be like a yeah. da 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 but yeah, da 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 yeah, Even exactly. though the answers aren't like this most positive, they're like, they're it's the there. cadence they're, behind Yeah, them. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I feel like even when we were having that conversation, it was like really fun. Mm-hmm. Even though we, it was kind of like, hey. <laughs> this is weird. I, I, this is weird. This is strange. And yeah. I don't know who you are. Let's keep talking and yeah. let's find out if we do want to talk to yeah. each other. And in that moment, I felt like, hey, we could keep this going. But after a certain point, if we don't move past that, yeah, then, then, then we're going to be stuck in it. And we're like, oh, no, now we're in this. So how do you <laughs> move it How do you move it past that so, to get to something more substantial? Yeah, well, I would, I would kind of change the rhythm of it. Mm-hmm. So being like, hey, would you like to come sit, have uh, a coffee with me, Mrs. Nobody? Mm-hmm. And then we would like either. And then that's when you transfer to more of the regular conversation. Yes. N- now yeah. we're like no longer bantering. We're like, hey, why don't we have a conversation? Yeah. If, if you would like to join me right now, then let's go. If not, 
then I guess we'll just keep talking you, about you nobody's You sound like you're going to do magic. <laughs> yeah. Like, and let me show you this card. <laughs> After. But I will, I will say, honestly, there's something very engaging about everything that you're saying, the way that you're responding. Well, also everything. people who are listening can't see you, but you're doing it all with a very cute smile and a, spark, yeah. and a sparkle in your eye. Oh, wow. Which... It makes, and you're not bothered by her being a bitch. Yeah, it's not like you're like, oh, it, it doesn't look like your ego was jarred or, you know, anything like that. And I, so I think it's very important for guys to know the words are important, but also the energy in which you put forth. Yeah. Actually, that was a topic that I wanted to talk about um, as well for today with you Ooh, because energy. it's a part of being charming. The energy, I think, is a, lot, is a hard concept for people to grasp sometimes. Women use that word a lot and it's, I want to break it down, but um apparently 85% of communication is done without using your words. And it's the important element and piece of communication. Like 15% of the, of your words are important. It's 15% importance, but everything else that we're actually paying attention to more so that, that holds heavy weight is through your body language, your voice tonality, your facial gestures, all of these things that Christian just listed. So I know it's hard. We're on a podcast. You can't really show it. Um, but how do you walk people through what it, what it is that you're doing with your body and how did you learn to do this? Yeah. Well, I tried a bunch of different things. I did a lot of, a lot of improv comedy and that, I felt like that helped me a lot. Yeah. Mar- Marty's of, a proponent of the improv. Oh, oh she, huge. Yeah, well, I could yeah. tell. I could tell. You're very, very fast. Well, I'm the faster no, I'm one, but I'm just saying she, <laughs> she recommends classes to people. <laughs> Patrick, this is amazing. <laughs> well, one of the things that I learned was that like, like you mentioned that 85% is body language. One of the things I don't really like doing is stopping her in front of me and talking to her. I'd like to talk to her from like the side. Like we're all sitting side by side right now. And that's kind of like how I want to talk to someone first. Like, hello, how are you? And it's very non-invasive. I can get really close to her and she wouldn't feel like I'm invading her mm-hmm. space. But if I'm like True. right in front of her face and she's yeah, that's too intense. In my face, she's like, "Oh wow, this guy's really intense." I even right? saw your body language like, move back when yeah, you did that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "I'm coming towards you." <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, it's kind of like that, even that one thing. It's like it's more of that idea of how can I stay next to her on this journey as opposed to like how do I like defeat her like yeah, face to face, exactly. trying to overpower her. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that that's wonderful. So even like on an angle, which also shows not low investment, but you're not completely invested yet. You could leave at any moment. So there's like a little bit of a psychological game going Mm -hmm. on there as well. So that's a wonderful thing to do. And then what other things were you doing with your body? Because the the way that you even carry yourself is just, you you can, you can't feel it, but it's like, there's something about you. You have a presence. You do, for sure. magic. You have magic. Yeah, you're a card trick. It'd be amazing. Yeah, let's see another thing. Queen of hearts. <laughs> yeah. Yes! That's what it was. Yeah, let me see. Another thing I would say in terms of body language, I think I, I think I, I'm not sure if I, I think we're talking about energy a little bit earlier. Yeah. And, and that's just like, I have this, I want to have this fun lightness with you. I, I want to see where we can play together. Yeah. So, so maybe that's. That's, I'm not sure if that's a technique well, or not. On a pre- well, on a previous podcast, you weren't on the one with um, this. It was just myself and this comedian, KT Tatara, which I think just came out or will come out or something. But well. we, uh, <laughs> well, I won't repeat the entire thing, but I described to him this experience that I had with energy. And I don't think I mentioned it. Maybe I did a long, long, long time ago on, on the podcast, but basically it was just this thing that this my therapist had done to show me that energy is an actual tangible, real thing. Oh, wow. And what it was was two different exercises 
One, and, and I did, I said this on the other podcast, so I won't bore the listeners too much. I'll make it very quickly. One, you use a crystal pendulum. It can get a little hippy dippy, but it, you put, you hang it over your, your chakras and right. it spins based on the energy that's coming out. I don't know who defines what the meanings are behind the spins, but it does spin. I've seen it. It's happened. It's this crystal and it hangs on a chain. And if you hold it over a desk or an inanimate object, it does not move whatsoever. If you hang it over your third eye or your heart or your vag or whatever. Who are you talking right now? I I know. it's All these words coming out of your mouth, I never thought would come out of your mouth. Chakras, third eye, vag. Please don't tell anybody. Please don't. Vag. That that never comes out of my mouth. That just goes into my mouth. No, I'm not a lesbian. Um, Not yet. That's that's gross. Um, And so it based on the energy that's coming out of that chakra, it'll spin. Right means positive energy, left means negative energy, and then back and forth just means it's a neutral, like, blah mm-hmm. energy. So you can imagine over my badge. It just swung <laughs> back and forth. This, <laughs> nothing so, here. So it shows the actual energies coming out of your body. And then the other thing that we did was this hanger thing where she had two wire hangers, no abortion joke here. It just, she pointed them at me and <laughs> held them up. Um, one end was turned up and one end was turned down. And she told me to think a thought and she held them at me. And she said, just like a regular, whatever thought they opened slightly. Then she said, close your eyes and in your mind, not out loud, sing the most powerful song, the most moving song ever. Mm-hmm. And I did in the hangar swung open based on the energy that started coming out of me. What? And Which it sounds crap? kooky, I know. But then I did it to her and both the pendulum and the hangers worked exactly the way they did on huh. me that they did on her. So I, I for myself, you saw felt that it was actually real. Okay. So that the reason she had brought those in was because I had said, I feel like people are turned off by my energy. And like my, I don't feel like... I know inside who I am, but I don't think it's like reading to other people. I'm not being mean to people. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I I feel like I'm friendly, but inside I'm so like sad and negative that I think that's coming out. And she said, yes, it is. And let's look at it. (laughs) Yeah. And so she brought those in. And so for guys that don't really understand the energy thing, it's real. And people can actually (laughs) beat her with it. Just, just. I mean, you'll feel energy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And so the thing is, it's like, you can't physically, physically feel it, but women especially are very sensitive to it and we can feel it. So guys yeah. just know that. Go So like if, if you walked up to me and did the wooing, but with a weird energy, like a uncomfortable, I had a bad day energy, I'd be like if exact same words. Even if you had a smile on your face, I would still feel that weird energy. So you have to make sure that you're in a good place before you try to do these things because people will sense they smell things you know they definitely smell especially women okay i, I want to ask you one question and then i want to get to demona hoffman who is here with us as well um and now this is what happens here our producer just walks to the door so i don't know how much more time we have <laughs> he until took my the break. keys i think he just he, he's taking my car he's gone he's on his way to Vegas. yeah exactly take the piece of shit i don't uh, want yeah. it come here go drive uber for christian for a little bit okay <laughs> now so, i have no job I yeah. know, or he's earning you money you never know <laughs> <laughs> it could be great That's finally amazing. we're making money off this podcast well. yeah. okay I wanted to ask you. Yes. Were you always like this? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. I'm so glad you didn't yeah. say absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Be like, yes, I was. I've always been amazing. I've always been charming. <laughs> I'm, yeah. That, well, I think that a lot of people like me who get into this world become coaches because they want to help people that were in their That's situation. That's what I hear from every single coach that Marnie yeah. brings in here for the most part. Yeah, so I'm yeah. just the same as everyone else. Except for David Waggett. He's like, no, I've always been like that. Oh, yeah, I've always been amazing. Yeah. I hate him. I hate them so much. Yeah. They, they, they've never had to go never through that Never had problems struggle. with girls. And what the fuck are you doing? Right. Anyway, 
Tell, tell what, what, where were you before? Your transformation. Yeah. Well, let's see. Like even 20 years, well, I was a, when people say that they were a late bloomer, I mean, I was a really big late bloomer. I mean, I didn't have a friend that I was a girl until I was 20 years old. Really? Yeah. I also didn't even know what sex was until I was 18 years old. What? Yeah. I thought, I mean, I watched a lot of James Bond movies and I just watched, I just watched the scenes where like he would be with another woman and then later all of a sudden it would cut to them making in the bed, kissing. And I, I thought that that was sex for like- Did you not have life. health class? Just like lying in bed? Man, I was just so immature. I never paid attention. So- What? Yeah. I, like, well, all my friends were like- I think you have like, a learning disability, actually. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. I think so. Okay, no, that's no wonder. No, you're Asian. You have to be yeah. smart. You know, you, you would think so. You would think so. But I never really get that that comment that often. Not about sex. Yeah. At in, least that, not that, yeah. Okay, so interesting. So-, so you didn't know what sex was <laughs> until you were 18. Yeah, no female also, friends yeah. until, you, until you were 20. When did yeah. you start realizing that you didn't like how things were going and that you wanted to change things? Yeah, and well, how long was that process? Yeah, absolutely. So it all started from like probably like that one girl, you know, that one date that I had. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't want to bore you with these details. but Thank you. No, yeah. I, I don't want you to be bored. <laughs> Good. Yeah, let's not be bored. But pretty much it was, it all stemmed from like this one girl friend zoning me right after having Chipotle with her. And, and then oh, it's because like, she had gas. That's why <laughs> she's like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then me eating her burrito because she couldn't finish it. And oh, that could have done it that, as well. That could have done mm-hmm. it also. Many, many things could she's have like, done it. She's like, bitch, finish my burrito. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to him again. <laughs> take that out for tomorrow. What an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's pretty Woo. much it. Yeah, I, I know, I know. And then I, I remember like that night I was, I rented this movie called Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and I watched the movie and, and I was so envious of Ryan Reynolds. I was like, why did he get the girl? And I didn't get the girl. Because well, he's hot and he's got really yeah, good abs. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> and, and that's when I started getting really good abs too. Yeah. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> and, and that's kind of when I started my entire journey because of that. And what was the journey? The journey of discovering how men and women can get together or talk together. But what were the steps that you made? Because some guy yeah. out there is listening and he's awkward and doesn't know what sex is mm. and he just found out. <laughs> he's like, what <laughs> the <laughs> fuck? Like, this yeah. whole time? It's not it's just cool. lying in bed smoking not- a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what was your question again? What were well, like, like what so someone's steps? listening and they're going, mm. okay, so you made the journey, but what was the actual journey? What were the steps that you took? Yeah. Well, I actually, I felt like I kind of took the poison in for a long time mm-hmm. where I, I thought that you need to have the, the right, the right like skills, nice routines and nice pickup lines. And then when I threw it all away for me, mm-hmm. I kind of came back to that, that natural person that I was that didn't know what sex was. I didn't know, like, I didn't talk to women. Back to your roots. Yeah, and, and I felt like <laughs> I was just, I was the same person, essentially. I was just, <laughs> I was just kind of more okay with myself. And one of the things that I realized was that I just stopped thinking so much. That's kind of what it oh, came down please, to. please, can like, you teach me how to do that? <laughs> and that's when I, I stopped getting that weird energy. Like, I stopped thinking of, mm-hmm. thinking of like, how do I say this sweet line so that she'll, <laughs> she'll want to smoke right, cigarettes because people can feel that. On, in bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People can no, feel that, that. It is funny because I, I would say that that is the key for most people. They just shut it off. So for, for me, for my coaching clients that I work with, so the process to get to that place is to first notice, number one, that you are thinking in that negative way that's holding you back, uh, and then to have ways to reprogram the way that you you think about those thoughts. And then slowly the reprogramming becomes the natural thing that you do. It's it's the automated response. And then you get to that place where you're like, oh, I didn't even think about how I was saying that this time. I'm just actually interested in what you have to say. So it, it, it is it is a process to go through this. And I think that 
and I'm, I'm sure that you teach it Demona teaches it as well it's people that she works with Kristen teaches it I'm sure to, <laughs> to my dogs <laughs> to her dogs um, but but that is the process and it for some people it can take two weeks to do some people it can take three months but it is a practice that you have to take ownership of um, and be and, and really pay attention to for example I've talked about this before on the show when I first moved in with my husband and I would always say to him, oh, where are my keys? And he would oh, yes, like, just talking. put them in the same place every day. And I had to actually program myself to put the keys in the same place. And now if they're not in that place, I get really pissed off. But for, for you have to actually be very present and, and focus on something for a certain period of time to do it. And if this is really important for certain people to not get trapped in their head, to not put out horrible chakra, you know, hanger energy, then, then they have <laughs> to say, okay, you know, get, let's take the next three months. For the next three months, I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to focus on noticing when these bad thoughts come into my head. I'm going to then replace them with this sentence, something positive or something uplifting or something motivating that can put you in a a better space and then it will start to become more automated that you naturally start to think in that direction and depending on what your background was and who you are it's some people it's going to take a longer time sometimes you know you don't have a lot of things that are really holding you back and negative beliefs sometimes it's going to happen a lot faster to see these results but if you stick with it it actually will produce a result so that's wonderful that that's something that you did because I, I i myself say the same thing that once i stopped giving a shit <laughs> That's when it happened. Same thing with my business, same thing with my friendships with people. Um, and obviously I can speak now because I feel like I'm in a more calm place, but that was a long time to go through all that shit and like to feel horrible all the time. So it is a process, but it, it can happen for every single person. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I want to say is that not caring is it's easy to just say, hey, don't care about the other person. It's it's actually really easy to say that, but it's actually it's hard to do. It's hard. It's really hard to do. Yeah. Well, it's kind of about, about the person in the moment, but it's not getting attached to the outcome. I'm sorry. It's no, so hard for me to not talk. Yeah, that's why before we had somebody in the other rooms. They can't. They can scream from behind the mirror, but. But you have to care about that person in that moment to be able to connect with them right yeah. there. But you can't be attached to what's going to happen next. Exactly. Oh, it's well, so hard yeah, to care so and not. Care or not, not care. care. Mm-hmm. Oh, so interesting. Great place to wrap, wrap up this segment. Right, and we're going to start talking. Exactly. <laughs> but we want to come back and talk to Demona Hoffman, who we've had on the show before. She's an online dating expert. She is now a television star as well, right? Oh, I don't use that star word. But. Well, okay. <laughs> Fine. I won't use it either. You're a television person. Personality. Personality. Yes. Who looks very good. I love your hair right oh, now. thank you. Yeah. Yes, you look thank very you. adorable. Anyway, we'll be back after this. Hey, you. This is Marnie. And thanks for listening to the Ask Woman podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think of us. And also, give us five stars, just because. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men, written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. This week, I've eaten McDonald's three <laughs> times. Yes. And it's Don't not, tell me that. It's it's not because I want to. It's because I hate cooking. Yeah. And it's just, it's literally around the corner. And that's my only, that's what I do. It's so easy. 
and it's terrible. Yes, and I wish there were better options, but there actually are better options that I just found out about. And what are they, Marnie? And the option is this company called Blue Apron. So I've been hearing about all these meal delivery systems, um, and I was curious about them, so I decided to try Blue Apron, and they are phenomenal, like absolutely amazing. They have fresh ingredients. So, they have organic ingredients. Well, well, do they send you like prepared meals? or It's not a prepared meal. They send you a box of stuff already yeah of the ingredients so it's like you don't have to cut anything you don't have to buy a full thing of garlic they give you the exact amount needed for a certain meal and it's really it's really cool so it's basically like you just put all the ingredients together toss it in the oven and then it's done and you really cannot screw up anything that really sounds like something a mcdonald's (laughs) eater could do right see there you go so i'm going to tell you a little bit about blue apron because i uh, they can say it better than I can say it. So I've written down a few things to tell you about Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everybody. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. And that's kind of what I felt like when I started doing it. I felt like a home chef. Uh, Blue Apron has or a real stab- chef, a real chef. Exactly. So he- here's the thing. It's really affordable for less than $10 per person per meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre portioned ingredients to make delicious home cooked meals. There's a variety of choices. There's flexibility. It's all really easy and it's guaranteed. Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it Right. So here is what you need to do if you want to check out Blue Apron, which I think you should, especially if you're everybody's really busy right now. If they're on Tinder all the time or if they're on bu- Bubble, whatever, they don't have a lot of time. So check I'm, out. I'm this- emaciated because I'm on Tinder. Like, <laughs> right. I can't get There's off. no time to eat. <laughs> so check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash ask women. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so do not wait. That's blueapron.com slash askwomen. Blue Apron, a much better way to cook. And I I completely agree with it. I have signed up for it, and I'm going to continue doing it because it makes my life so much easier. And what, can they get a deal if they go with well, the Well, they get it for free. Club? They get three, the first three meals free. Oh, holy. Yeah, so blueapron.com slash askwomen. So we're back. We did. We actually took a 30 second break almost. Yes, we did. And I will tell you something. There's 30 seconds is not enough time to go pee. But I feel like when I have to pee and I don't pee before a show, we do good shows. Like our, I have to pee like crazy right now. And I think this show is going very well. <laughs> Maybe it's because it makes you more energized because you feel more like, eh. Maybe, but like you would think I'd be <laughs> like, let's, get, let's get out of here. I'm focusing on something else. But this is another thing that we're practicing to do is not to focus so much on caring about the pee, but to focus on, <laughs> on people, her, but caring and not the caring. The people that are here. So Demona, it's the energy of your vagina that you're holding in vagina. and it's coming out through the microphone. You can feel it over there? I feel it. Oh, okay, good. I like that. So Demona, <laughs> tell people about what you've been up to since you been on the show and tell them, you know, why I, I brought you in to talk. <laughs> yeah. So the last time um, I was doing a show called Black Love and I was helping uh, black women in New York City find love. I have a new show that I'm going to be doing next year that we just finished filming and I can't talk about it yet. Oh, but I'm excited to talk about how uh, how guys can make a connection in today's fast paced multimedia yeah. world. Well, Please Kristen do. is now single. 
So last time you were on the show, no, she's been I've mingling. Been mingling. Okay. She's she is a dirty whore. She has <laughs> mingled the crap out of well, Los Angeles. Somebody, somebody needs to do somebody it. Somebody needs to. Woo and Kristen, they're they're all over the map. But so you are the an online duo. dating expert, or at least that's how I I, I know you. Have you? Well, I came into the business as an online dating expert. I started out writing dating profiles for awkward guys that didn't know how to present themselves in in the digital space because that's different like chemistry and connection in person is one skill and learning how to present yourself on a dating site or dating app is a whole different skill and we can break it all down but uh, but I found I was getting a lot of guys on dates uh, guys and gals and then they'd show up and do like the same old crap that was keeping them single so I started right. adding on coaching services and became a, a certified dating coach and so now I help people pre-date to pre-commitment oh I love that well I, I did really mm. want to focus on the online stuff if you're sure okay. we get obviously talk about other things because there's there's questions from people as well but with all of these apps out there right now how, like what how do you help people do it it, it sounds honestly i'm exhausted listening to christian talk <laughs> like it's it exhausting. sounds exhausting she has like thousands of guys writing to her all the time all these conversations that she has to keep it's up very with. flattering how, how how does a guy stand out hmm. amongst all these other people yeah because I, I the thing that i've noticed is i mean right now i have about 20 conversations 20 openers that I have not responded to. Not that all of them are bad and not that all the guys aren't unattractive. It's just, it didn't like, wow it just her. didn't wow me enough to make me respond because I it think, said, Hey girl. Yeah. It, well, not <laughs> even cute. that bad, but like <laughs> I have in my profile, it says the female Woody Allen minus the marrying the daughter stuff. So, <laughs> so I think all these guys are trying to come at me with like, they see that I'm kind of funny or like into comedy. And so I think they're all trying really hard to be funny. So I'll get like a paragraph <laughs> of like, oh, well, my favorite Woody Allen movie is this one. And I think I'm this character from this movie. And then and then I just go zone out. I just, it's too much. It's trying too hard. And I check out and I don't respond. Even though I thought the guy was cute. I it's too right. much. It's too much too soon. Right, exactly. And ultimately, if you, if you saw that guy's picture and he was really hot, you would probably make an exception anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure. If there's a guy who's, not even that I need a guy that's like super hot, but one that does it for me in the way that I, like the right. look that I like, if he has that exact look that I like, in a bad opener, I will still respond. That's correct. Right, so I talk about the three C's in online dating. Cunts. This is <laughs> can't and kill yourself but that starts with that's a that's a kill with a c the british spelling yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> so um when you're and this is in regards to profile photos so uh the first c is for color like having a vibrant color really stands out when you're swiping you're looking at a lineup of different thumbnails you need something to really draw your attention and, and a beautiful woman like you you have many options in your inbox. And so anything that gives you the edge that makes you stand out is a good thing. So having color in your, in your primary photo and then contacts, this is telling your story through your photos. So the guys that you connect with, you're like, Oh, he has something. There's something cool that he does. There's something interesting about his life that I would want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. And the last thing that most people miss is character. And this is showing totally. that, you know, the goofy side, the the nerdy side, whatever it is that you're really into and that makes you different and unique. That's the thing that a lot of a lot of people miss. And that's the thing that's going to make someone actually take action. I think people don't know how to show their character or show how to show it. Because I, I mean, I see a lot of like guys that will be like, uh, doing 
two pictures with their tongue out being like, ah, look how like crazy and zany look I am. Look at my character. Yeah, like, look, I'm a character and it's too character-y. But then, so what's what's a good example of something that's a character, like to show your that's character? It's, if you're if you're really into comic books and you have a picture of yourself like with your favorite comic or right. at Comic Con or something like that, right? Like I have a client right now. She's she's like a super fan girl. She'd be so hot for any guy that's that's you know into cosplay or any right, of that, right? And and for the people that are not into that, you have to know that that's actually a good thing. And being yeah, rejected by the wrong people is actually. It's a blessing. It's an opportunity to then focus on the people that you're really going to connect with. Well, yeah. that's interesting. Interesting point they just made because um, I think some people expect to go on there and have everybody like them. Yeah, it's a yeah, and it's it, and it's it's not like an ego thing if they don't do that. But it's just like like this one guy who wrote to me today was like, okay, I went on this like date that wasn't so great, but like, what do I do now? Because she's showing interest. So should I ask her out again? And I'm like, slow down a second. Like, wait, are you interested in her? Did she do it for you? Did she excite you? Did you like the conversation? And he wrote back. He's like, no, I didn't. I didn't really enjoy her, but she's showing interest in me. And like, that's not how it works. You have, you can't do that. That is not how it works. But also people put too much focus into the first date. Yeah. We're spending way too long on a first date. You really only need an hour when you were talking about moving offline. You just need an hour to check that person out. See if you, you have some sort of a vibe. There's something interesting that you want to know more about that and know more about her and discover that on a second date. Mm -hmm. We're trying to like play out the whole relationship the first time we meet. And it's, it's too much. Like you were saying earlier. It's overwhelming. How do you show these three C's once you get on that date? Well, the three C's are just for your profile photos. Once you get on the the date, it's a lot of what you guys were talking about before the break. It's the chemistry. It's the, it's the flirting. And, and I, I, what I wanted to say (laughs) that I, that I couldn't get out was that, that I was holding back is that, um, flirting is really a learned skill. And I think because we watch the James Bond movies and all of these things, Uh, when we were younger and we're comparing ourselves against that, we Mm -hmm. think, oh, I'm supposed to just know how to do this. And I find more often, like maybe David Wygan, it comes naturally to him. But (laughs) for most guys, it's something that you have to practice to learn how to do it naturally so that it is something that you're not thinking about or you're not doing awkwardly. Yeah, 100%. And even you said before about improv, like I I would say that 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 helped me with my playfulness, which in turn helps me with my flirting because it it lets you play around with things that you can say and tones that you can use and ways that you can carry your body language while you're delivering this message and seeing that this person is not getting offended by it, is not getting right. turned off by it, is actually engaging back with you. So having this like safe space and this safe wall, I guess, that something can bounce off of is really is really helpful. Yeah, I do improv with my clients as well. I have a flirting coach that's his background is in is in improv comedy. And so oh, I have teaching, to yeah, uh, just to, to, I teach guys to just be in the moment and listen and respond. And, you know, you've done improv, you know, that it's it's not about trying to be funny. It's about... It's about being there with your partner and and listening and and staying present. And that's so hard to do on dates because we're just waiting for our turn to speak. And, you know, you're thinking, how do I impress her? What do I have to say to get her to want to go up? Is she attracted to me? And if you set that all aside and let go of the outcome, as I was saying a moment ago, just stay in the moment and just see what chemistry and connection develops. And honestly, for an hour, like 
Pretty much anybody can be interesting for an hour. Yes, it's another human being with a background. <laughs> and if they're really not that interesting, they don't want to give you anything, then you just end it before an hour and say, right. oh, like this right. isn't... But it gets exhausting here. when you're starting, when you're talking about three hour dinner dates and, and you're sitting across from them. We were talking about the body language of being, being next to someone is a less aggressive yeah. stance. So even on a first date, it's better to sit. What do you yes. think about dinner side. on a first date? Because so far I found it's, it's the worst. It's the worst. Well, the some, worst. It's like an say, interview. Some yes. women who are so older ex- expected and, and they're insulted if it's not offered. So mm-hmm. I was at the gym the other I'm day. insulted if it's not offered by like the third. Well, yeah. Sure. Like what, you don't want to like buy my food? Yes, exactly. Because then you're, <laughs> like, you're not invested in me. But so I was at the gym the other day and then, like this, this one guy who checks me and he, he knows what I do. Um, and he said that he was talking to this one woman at the gym. And for some reason I came up or I walked by or something. And she, he, the woman said, oh, she's on the podcast that I listened to. She's on Ask Women, which I thought was kind of cool. Wait. I was a woman saying oh, this. Cool. And then they started talking about dating and stuff. And she said... Um, I will not accept a coffee date. I will not accept a half an hour date. Wow. I only want a dinner date, a lunch date, something that goes longer than an hour where the man pays. And how's that working out for her? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. exactly. But, yeah, but that is what a, lo- what a lot of guys, come- but she could be awesome past that rigid filter that she has. Mm-hmm. And that's on her. Well, she must be I- awesome because she knew our show. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, obviously she obviously. has good taste. Obviously. But- she, that is what guys come up against. Women who do have those rules in place. It's their standard. The it's their way, way of, of combating this, you know, Tinder sensation of a million guys in the car. Are you really serious? If you don't want to take me on a dinner date, then you're not a really serious person. Well, so I think it's in the, that case, the best, how do guys handle it? I mean, in that case, I would suggest the guy asking, do you, do you have anything, not do you have anything in mind, but is there anything in particular that you like to do on a first date so that he can know going into it? Like if a guy, like a guy for me once, you know, didn't ask and I didn't need him to ask, but he did just like plan dinner. And I was like, Oh God. Okay. I have to go to dinner. I'll do this. I'll do it. Fine. Like I didn't want to, and it went totally flat and it was, and he didn't say, he didn't have to say like, do you, what do you want to do? I mean, yeah, it would be kind of weird, but I feel like more of a mutual back back and forth about it is a good thing. Cause I, I know the guy wants to take control and be that old gentleman, but there is a point in which that it, it can be a turnoff and yeah. Well, with Demona, what, yeah. what do you think about like women who are like, we have to go on a dinner date? I think we're in a really interesting time in dating where- By interesting, you mean terrible. No, that is not <laughs> what I mean. I mean Dark that- <laughs> Yes. That our behaviors have not caught up with our biological conditioning. Very and true. And also our our ideals that like there's so many people that are sort of living in the past of dating and they're like, uh, you know, women that say, I won't go out with a guy online unless he's made the first move. And you have to remember, you're not dealing with chivalry and chemistry when you're on a dating site. You're dealing with algorithms and psychology. And if you're not using all of the tools and tricks and techniques to your benefit... Then you're wasting your you're time. wasting your time, and so for all of those women that are stuck in the 1950s and they want a guy to make the first move and to ask him ask her out to dinner and to roll out the red carpet, there's just too much competition. There's too much. There, there's Options. there are too many things vying for your attention. You you have to keep it short and sweet, and you have to like get to the point. And the dinner date is just not the best way to do that. And yeah. I like that phrase, "get to the point," because. What, what has been happening is that 
a guy, basically what I'm trying to get to is when a guy, we talked about this recently on a podcast, when should a guy ask a girl out on the dating site? And I didn't have the exact answer that I do now. I can't remember what my answer was, but my answer right now, you ask her when you're on a roll. You ask her when things are flowing because what's happened is I've actually talked to like two or three guys. We're having like really good conversation back and forth. They never ask me to go out. And now it's like they are now just in the sphere of nobody to me, you know, and it's not because I need them to ask me now. It's this that the energy and that flow and that, that rhythm that we gone. had is gone. You need them to ask you now because so, what is the point of online dating or being on a dating exactly. app? Well, how have, many messages did he um, well, this exchange. one guy that I'm talking about specifically, we talked online um, for probably about on, on Tinder, probably for maybe maybe 20 lines, like not too many, but it was like very good, very quickly. So I gave him my number, and then we texted for that evening for like an hour. An hour, that's and, a long time. wrong. And then he and I was. And it's not that I was waiting for him to ask me. It's that I've asked guys, and they seem to like shut down. And no, so then I just have like, okay, well then I will, I'll stop asking and wait for them to ask me. And then once they miss the opportunity, the flow is gone and the energy is over. Here's the thing. You were caught in what I call the texting trap. But I like texting. And, mm, but what it does is it dissipates the energy that you could be bringing into the date because you reveal things that you would not necessarily reveal face to face. You develop an idea of this guy that may or may not exist. And then when you actually show up on the date, you're competing. He's competing against the idea of him. Uh, like all yeah. these things that you can yeah. be online. Well, you just got to get person. to the, get to the in-person date as quickly as possible. Yeah. Well, no, that, that's, yeah, I won't go on. And then no, it won't be as a, exhausting no, though either. So I'm kind of curious. So what is a good date for an hour then? If it's not like a dinner date. Grabbing a drink. Coffee, drinks, ice cream, hike. I mean, there's so many. You could play, hike. yeah, play pool, I anything. for five-minute hikes. <laughs> Just <laughs> right to my car, in the car, and I start driving. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's so many things that you can do for an hour. Be creative. There's so many options that are available to you. So let's say it's the wintertime. Go for a snowball fight. Go sledding or something. Go, 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 go hit her I don't know. Go snowball. ice skating. These are all things that you can, you can prolong and say, oh, let's go grab a hot chocolate and have a bite to eat afterwards if it's going well. Or you can cut off really quickly. I twist my ankle. I have to get off the ice right now. So let's go home and you know call this what it is there, there there's if, if you open up your mind and think about things that are out there to do there's a ton of options if you think that everything's limited and it's only limited to meeting people at a bar meeting people online uh going for a date for dinner going for coffee then that's you know what your pool is that's what you're going to select from so start thinking of other places that could be potential and things that you enjoy doing that are fun to do um this is advice for guys that maybe kind of unsure about a chick. So I went out on a second date with this guy that I really like, and I don't know if he really likes me. Um, and I know this sounds kind of bad, but I, I just want to say this for the guys listening. He was like, my friend's going to be there for a little while. And then he said something really cute. And at first that offended me because I was like, we were going to go out for the second time. And I was like excited. And he was like, my friend's in town. I forgot he's in town. And this is the only night he's there. And I told him I'd see him. But the line that he used was so smooth because I go, will he be like he I basically had said, will he be joining us in text? And he wrote back, yes, but um, he won't be when I when if I um, sweep you away or something like that. (laughs) And that was so smooth. I like that. Oh, my God. And I go, well, if when I let you, (laughs) that sounds good. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So it turned out his friend was there. And honestly, it worked out really well because his friend, I think, thought I was really cool. And I think that he was almost like a 
legitimate legitimizer for me. Like the friend <laughs> I think was like, Oh, she's cute. She's funny. She's cool. And I think then he saw me a little bit differently. So it's like, I went over his friend and I think that it, it also took away a lot of the awkward energy from the first date because there was a lot of awkward energy and it kind of neutralized it. And so then about an hour in the friend left and then the magic, the, the magic, magic happened. You got swept. I got swept. You got swept. Mm-hmm. The the thing is, is that I, I do know a lot of women who would be very insulted. I was insulted and not allow first. it to happen. I was insulted. But I first. like how he diffused it and he, yes. yes. If he didn't say that line, I would have been like, this blows. I feel like an idiot. I'm going to show up. He's with his buddy. And I'm like, Hey guys, yeah, it'll be the third but, wheel. Right. But that line was like, Okay. But a works. lot of guys do that also for a security blankie. And I think and that it was can a really ba- backfire. Yeah. And I, but I think that he, for him, it worked because I think it was a security blankie to an extent, but he's a very confident guy. Yeah. So and I he think played he, it right. He you know, played it right. He set it up right for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if, the, if you're just out and you're, you're it's with a, your buddy, I think that can really. It's tricky, but it also, I did look at it another way as if, oh, he wants it introduce me to a friend. That's kind of cool. That's kind of a good sign. At first I was insulted. And then the way that he said that, you know, sweep you off your feet, whatever BS. Then I looked at it as, Oh, he's introing me to a really old friend of his that he's known for like 15 years. That's see, kind guys, of cool. See how, see how the ladies read into these things. I mean, yeah. Oh, I'm still reading into it. And I'm like, what was that guy's see name? I want to find him on Instagram work? and be like, Hey, was I cool? Like all of his pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this t- guy? T- t- tell him I'm a great chick. See, <laughs> we're, we're crazy as well. I wanted yeah. to get to uh, some emails from our listeners. If that is okay with you guys, you ready? Mm-hmm. You have any more comments you want to make on things we've been discussing? No, no, let's go. Okay, good. Let's talk to Move it on. Talk to the An people. hour date. Let's do it. My name is Jay. I am a young, upcoming college football. Wait, we've read this we one. We read this one. Damn it. Oh, this was the other Jay, the upcoming football Fuck guy. Him. Um, <laughs> I have a question on how to interpret intentions of a lesbian girl wanting to feed me chocolate covered strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Best question. Did you look hungry? Um, This happened years ago in college. Well, 16 years ago, to be honest. I'm still a bit confused. He's still thinking about it? Oh, Uh, yeah. 16 years ago? I mean, it was chocolate covered He's thinking of becoming a lesbian now? I think so. I'm still a bit confused about what happened. I don't know how to interpret it. And in a few of my classes, there was this beautiful lesbian girl. Friendly, but a bit annoying. She didn't look butch or anything like that. She was very feminine. Annoying because she used every opportunity she could to express how much she is not into men. At one point, she even said something about me to one of her lesbian friends that I guess pissed off her friend so much that she uh, treated me horribly. I don't remember what she said. Despite that incident, usually she was very flirty with everybody, even with men. One day, as I was working on some project in a lunchroom, she brought chocolate-covered strawberries in. <laughs> if I remember correctly, they were <laughs> from 16 years ago. If I remember correctly, they were left over from some class she made them, uh, she made them for. She offered me a few. I declined because I didn't feel like getting chocolate all over my hands. She insisted to feed me uh, a few because they were great and she didn't just want to throw them away. I let her. (laughs) To this day, that made me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) She was very nice about it, but it just felt very demeaning. I can't help but think (laughs) it was kind of... (laughs) I have to pee her masculinity above me. Am I wrong about this? Am I overthinking this? Was she actually flirting with me? Richard. Wow. Richard, I'm a little I thought I held on to things. <laughs> Holy right. mackerel. I'm surprised that he's thinking now, about this. Now don't you this. feel better she about yourself? She was the one that got away. The one that got away? Yeah. Uh-huh. He, yeah. Far but, away. So his question is, 
she fed me strawberries, like hand fed me strawberries. Should I be insulted? I think his question is, was she actually flirting with me? Mm. Why do you care? <laughs> I, you I, got I think, the chocolate. I think probably what's happening is he's thinking about it because he needs an ego boost. Boost. He's like, was a I lesbian one over? Was a lesbian flirting with me? Yeah, I think he just needs kind of some self self validation. Well, he's trying to say like, was she was she, she trying was, to like assert her power over him, or was she? What was she trying to do? Say that I can be in control. I'm not. I don't know lesbians that well, but they are sexual beings. So she probably being in high school and young was probably saying I'm a lesbian, but trying to figure out what she actually really likes and can flirt with guys and can flirt with girls. Right. So, or she just was like. Hey, you don't have any arms. Let me feed you yeah, a chocolate. Let me give you Maybe a strawberry. Doesn't have any hands, Richard? <laughs> this is you bizarre. look hungry. <laughs> I don't know. I did, what do you guys think about it? No, I'm curious how far that those strawberries were from him. So maybe like he had to like really go really far to like but to get them. Oh, get like them come, you come here to get these strawberries, you nothing man. Yeah, we're all <laughs> right? picturing it like a dominatrix situation, but it's probably just like here. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want a strawberry? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, Sixteen years later, like, it wasn't really anything, and he's like, he, he's like up all night because of. Think it. about it's how rotten those strawberries are now. Sixteen know, years seriously. later, seriously. All right, one <laughs> more, one more question. That'll be a turn on. <laughs> oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Hey, like girls, me. big fans of yours. Thanks for all the advice and tips. I am in a confusion. Thought you could help. I am an Indian guy living in Turkey. I know this girl since past one year. She's a Turkish girl and from an Orthodox family with moderate values. Now we've been speaking to each other, went out for a couple of lunch and drinks. But whenever I try to get close to her, she comes up with her ex-boyfriend or speaks about some guy she says is her boyfriend. I know that she is lying. She makes plans to go out with me all the time. Chats, calls, everything. But when we are out, she gives this signal that she does not want to get involved. I strongly believe she likes me and I like her a lot, but just stuck with how to take it forward. I would be very happy to know your opinions and suggestions. Regards, Rohan. Maybe you have something she wants, like a Mm. position of power or something, and she's trying to like get to know you or, you know, and get in your good graces, but doesn't want anything. It it could be that she could be interested, but being someone who is from an interracial and interfaith mm. uh, family, that pull of family allegiance is really strong. And so ah, maybe yeah. she's just not in a position where she can be in a relationship with you. Right. And so she's trying to keep you in her life, but also keep ah. you at a distance. Okay, that's a good Or she doesn't like you, one or or the other. Yeah, I I kind of agree (laughs) with that. Or she just wants to be friends with you. And anytime that you try to signal that you have other intentions, she's like, no, I have a boyfriend (laughs) or I'm not interested, but I'm enjoying this situation. So it's uh, hard for girls because I have guys, like I I have a guy that asked me to hang out and I'm like, sure, but we're just friends. But it's hard to say that. It's like, I think he's cool. And like, yeah, we'll have like a fun night, but- but I don't it, want as a girl, it's really hard to say that when you do want to have guys as friends. Yeah. You it's could, all in the language too. You're like, yeah, dude. Yeah, bro. You know, yeah, like, just like I did. I used a lot of like, like, yeah, sure. You're homie. I mean, yeah. there's, not, there's yeah. nothing wrong with using actual language to find these things out. There's a lot of unspoken things that are going on here. And most of the questions that we get written in and questions I get for me and my, I'm sure you guys get it as well. A lot, a lot of what's being said is like, this is what I assume is happening. This is yeah. what I think is happening. Nothing's ever been said, but I'm putting this vibe out there, but she's not picking up on it. So start using your words and do it confidently and clearly and directly and then find out 
what is actually going on. So you can say to and this girl. And believe what they say. And believe what they say. So if she's actually saying to you, like, I'm not into it. I have a boyfriend or an ex-boyfriend or every other guy that I'm going to talk about that isn't you. Listen to those things if you've already put your intention out there. But you can confidently say, like, I think you're great. I'm just a little confused as to what's going on here. So let me know so that I can, you know, act accordingly in the future. Or, or even you could say what it is that you want. I would like this to be something. But I also really enjoy this friendship. So... What are you, yeah. what, what's going on for you? And I think that a lot of guys are afraid to do that because if the girl, it. yeah, they'll, they'll say, oh, if I do that, then if the girl doesn't say yes or like uh, doesn't want to continue on this further, then that means that this is going to be gone. This relationship yes, is going to be gone. Yes, but think what you gain. You gain a lot yeah. of time with somebody that could say yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, but, uh, but it's hard to look more, at it like that when you like somebody. It of is course. hard to look at it like that. I've talked about this before, but on Ally McBeal, this, um, Guy John, oh, I forget what they call him, but he's uh, he's like a, this like adorable little guy. He, he's been in love with Ali, the main character, for a very long time, and he was talking to somebody else, and and she was saying, "Well, why don't you just say to Ali you want to be with her?" And he's like, he's like, the potential of it could be is so much better than knowing the reality. Yes. Yes, I so totally disagree. I, I totally disagree too. I think yeah, but you, I think when but you it's know like the answer, it feels good. It feels some, better. It feels good sometimes though for people like me who feel sad a lot to have hope. And so it's like if you never get that firm no, that hope, even if it's false hope, gets you out of bed in the morning, or helps yeah. you get through your day. And so I get it. I know I don't agree with the same as you, but I, 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 but that's why it makes it so much more devastating though. If you've put all of this, but that's all these pennies in the hope basket. They have little bits of devastation every single day, but they still have that hope that that's there. Yeah. So it's, so you're saying, you know, pros and cons that, that makes sense. Like there's part of me with this guy that I like right now where I, I'm not going to ask any questions because I don't want to know the answers. I do, but I don't know if I do completely. And that's the hope that I'm hanging on to because I need something to get out of bed for in the morning. So there you go. So Mm -hmm. then that's what you're using it for. But and then I'll find another guy that I like better, and I'll never have to face that devastation head on because I'll just move on to another guy eventually. Yes, it's a coping mechanism. It it is. It's a weak. I'm weak minded. I'm a weak, weak man. (laughs) (laughs) There are other coping mechanisms that you can use, and I believe our two guests from today can provide those coping mechanisms for you. Demona Hoffman, please tell people where to get in touch with you and find out more information about you. Yeah, I'm at DemonaHoffman.com, D-A-M-O-N-A-H-O-F-F-M-A-N. And I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all those good places. And I have a quiz. I have a quiz. Which movie genre is your dating life like? So if you start out figuring out... Which movies you've seen train, that have influenced wreck. your terrible love life? <laughs> then I can train tell wreck. you where you're starting from and then how, what to do to fix it. Interesting. Okay. And uh, Wu, Patrick Wu. Yes. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can go to wooist.com. And Is it W-O-O-I-S-T? Can, uh, yes, it's W-O-O-I-S-T.com. Okay. And you can get a free chapter of my book, The Art of Wooing. Oh, I like nice. it. And learn how to be charming. And then also, I just want to say you guys should follow us on Instagram. I'm posting a lot of funny memes. What's a meme? <laughs> You know, you, oh, Marnie, I'm joking. This all right, I know. we'll do this off the air. <laughs> <laughs> but it's at Ask Women Pod on Instagram. And then you can also nice. follow me at Chris Karn. I like it. Mm. I forgot can... to say I have a podcast too. Oh, yes. Dates I was going to say, I just saw that online. Yeah, Dates and Mates. You can See? listen to Dates and Mates. Doc- 
Yeah, is that on iHeartRadio as well? We're on iHeartRadio and iTunes and all that good stuff. Cool. Yay. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming onto the show Thanks and giving uh, away a lot of really valuable information that people, I think, can use immediately. New episodes of the Ask Win podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go subscribe. Don't be a loser and download individual episodes. It's a waste of time that you could be using on going out and meeting women. And we will see you guys next week.